0: You're listening to
1: Oh Yoshi did it
0: podcast with Yoshi Obayashi and Lilith Arvai. Don't
1: you ever,
2: ever be sad. Lean on me when times get bad. When the day comes and I know you're down in a
3: river of trouble, you've got to try. Hold on. I have to guess. Um, I have uh, John H, good friend of mine. Hi, John. John, John's a dear friend of mine who um, I used to work with him. Evil Angel. God,
4: how, how long has it
3: been? Like, when did you work there?
4: It's been about seven, almost eight years now since I worked there. You did
3: everything, camera work, but mostly editing. And um, John's always been good. Like, he'll explain to me who's who in adult business because you know I, I think you started like maybe a year and a half, two years before me, but. You were pretty much connected in the business, and you would tell me like this guy's a good guy, stay away from this person, and so on and so forth. You know.
4: Well, I just fell into it. I got baptized over extreme, and that's where you learned where all the assholes were at. And extreme was a, one of the. Um, are they still in business? They've actually some. There's like extreme 2.0 or some shit like that. They're trying to do something. Tom Byron's back with them the whole bit. What's I've, extreme? They're
3: they're. At one point, one of the biggest Gonzo porn company, and they got in a bit of uh, legal problem. And, uh, and and of course, it,
4: they're mainly they were notorious for bathing themselves. On what was it? Um, what was the uh, they went out and told the U.S. government come after us. Ooh. They were yeah. They were making rape films the whole bit. And they said, <laughs> come, yeah, and they said come get us.
3: Wow. The name of the movie is Force Entry, and I think yeah. in seventies and eighties. Force Entry. Yeah, <laughs> there, I think that was a title of actual movie back in seventies and eighty, if I remember. But um, you know, name would suggest they really were extreme. They really went out of their way to upset the government. And uh, well, we'll Was talk- it
4: really rape? No, no, no. It no all, it's all that. fake stuff. And mm-hmm. then they literally they'd do anything possible to be offensive. I uh-huh. mean, they literally have people dress up as like Civil War soldiers, rape a black girl. It was anything you could do to be possibly the most offensive thing you could do. Yes. You know, you had people up on the cross, the whole bit. It was anything they could get away with. But they were also a wrestling company. And that's the reason I fell into it. Because I worked at a mainstream company and we were distributing their wrestling tapes and doing really well with it. So I hit him up, asking me any the editors or anything like that. Ended up getting hired, then found out they did porn. <laughs> and then found out, guess what? You don't get paid for the wrestling stuff. You don't get paid for the porn stuff. So I'm like, great. Uh, yeah. First check from them bounced. That's, I bounced. Mean, yeah, they're notorious. Yeah. Brandon
3: Iron told me about not getting paid. For oh, that,
4: there was who a whole then. thing with the, If you got a blue check or a green check, depending on if you're getting paid. <laughs> what? Yeah. Which one was the good one? Um, I want to say it was a blue check for the good one and green were bad. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was a trip.
3: So John H, group friend of mine, was kind enough to introduce me to his friend, Daron, and we met yesterday, and um, it, it was great. I, I really was, it was great to meet you yesterday because some of the things that you said really reminded me, pe- people in this business just disappear, and I, I forgot that they disappeared, and I forgot those names, but um, yeah, you know, thank you very much for coming to the show today and meeting with me yesterday, and um, I love all your stories, so can you tell us, like...
0: Well, I'm DVRing The Walking Dead, so I have some time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Homeland.
3: Homeland, um,
0: no.
2: Dexter. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I'm basic cable here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Daron, um, you have another name you go by?
0: Yes, The Minion of TheMinion.com, cheap plug. Um, yeah, John and I were kind of like the same frat brothers. I went through the same hazing, you know,
4: at different points. Yeah, no, I never fucked on camera. Well, yeah, so but, There's but, a big difference when our are hazing. <laughs> I never had corn thrown at me or that shit.
0: But I never got a bounce check either. Yeah. so. Oh, no. <laughs> it pays to be the talent. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. how
4: how did you
3: get in into the business?
0: I met Chico Wanker Wang um, when he was at Extreme, and a year later he was writing for Luke Ford, and he said that he needed a quote minion, wow. someone to learn the site, um, the business. I came in, and um, that was November '3
3: interviewed got it and um to let the listeners know chico wayne is korean american pornographer and i met him half a dozen times and i have to say he was very nice to me but i heard from other people you know people have different experience with him but uh, it was pretty unusual for me because i started i started in the business 99 but he was one of the few asian guy who dealt with heterosexual porn site you know so for me it was exciting to meet someone like that but because there's so few of us in the business so chico was a um korean american pornographer and i right. actually like his stuff and the extreme associate was once again it's a big
0: gonzo company mm-hmm. so okay so so that was late oh three and that's uh, i met john around that time and i was you know lighting sets getting the shenanigans of all the groundwork stuff shooting the behind the scenes and uh my first week in I was getting peed on. But by
3: which girl? Mason Storm. Okay, I'm I'm hoping it's a girl. And Yeah, well yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I checked,
0: you know. Uh the plumbing was there. And uh, well how did, how does
3: it happen? Like, um did they ask you? Like it's okay for this. No, there job? was
0: Chico never asked, he told you. Um I went to AIM, which was at the time the the standard for testing, and I thought I was just gonna get a blow job on camera as part of my initiation. Mm-hmm. That night, I went and bought adult diapers. And in um, the garage of his house at the time, she made me do dummy jacks. They ridiculed my shortcomings. <laughs> and uh, it's <laughs> funny now. And um, uh, she peed on me, and I jerked off on her feet. And we went to Cheesecake Factory, and it was delicious.
3: Didn't you tell me,
0: like, they didn't have a hot water? No hot water. So... You're just marinated in urine. I'm baby wiping off and praying to God that no one ever sees a video. Is it out there? It's it was. It's on a different server, and I don't unless you downloaded it to your hard drive. It's not out there. Were
1: anymore. you turned on by her urinating on you?
0: No, but now I am.
2: <laughs> oh, is that right? <laughs>
0: yeah. The longer you're in this business, the more perverted and sick you become.
1: I that that's a question I have. If we can jump, can we jump right into that? Go ahead so when do you do you become desensitized to certain kinds of sexual activity that you have to kind of always like take it up a notch and how long do those
0: thresholds last usually if you even have an awareness Des, of that desensitized yeah and then you got to start looking for other stuff i haven't crossed the tranny boundary and i won't but uh were you tempted no uh. no no, <laughs> no i'm not a fan <laughs> of that but uh you start watching different stuff for different kicks and because at a certain point, you recognize everyone and the stuff that you work on. You don't even have to see them, their face. You're going to be like, hey, that's John Strong's dick. Yeah. You know, or, uh, I know I know that feeling. Yeah. Because editing,
3: doing DVD stuff, I mean, I could just look at like Eric Everhart's dick, Triangle Dick. I know that one. <laughs> uh, Brandon Iron or Lexington's. It's just, you know, this is not something that only I could talk to you guys, yeah. but anybody else, they just think I'm a fucking weirdo. But the um, urine uh, thing, I. I mean, how, how did that, that taste change? I mean, I never, well, I'm guessing salty. <laughs> I got, you learned to like it? No, <laughs> in, in the only experience I have with urine is when I was a kid. In, in Asia, you share shower with your siblings, right? And um, I got soap in my eye, so I panicked. You know, I, I just didn't like it as a kid. And as I'm trying to get a water, my brother fucking pissed on my face. So that is the closest I've got urine, somebody's urine on my face. But... It wasn't sexual by any means. No,
0: it, it goes from please don't pee on me, please don't pee on me to do we have hot water in the house so when I do ask you to pee on me, I can wash off. So it, it morphs. Mm.
1: Was the What was the pay like for you? I mean, was money, I mean, for both of you guys, I guess, like because you transitioned over from wrestling and it was kind of like, okay, well, this is going to pay me money as opposed to wrestling because those checks weren't bouncing. And then for you, you just kind of went into it as a porn star so like was money the motivating factor for both of you or was it just kind of like this is interesting for me it
4: was it was honestly because it sounds terrible was real easy to get into and the pay was for like editing stuff was if not better than most editing jobs at least equal to Mm. i mean and the job security was there there was always something going and they didn't have a high standard how oh uh, fuck if you knew how to do anything if you know turn on a computer you were amazing to them uh. i mean it was fucking ridiculous I went in for
0: the money. I hadn't been working. I hadn't been working for a while, and um, I'd always been a porn fan. In junior high, high school, my lockers—most people in their lockers had pictures of Deion Sanders or Shaq. I'm showing my age right now, but um, I had <laughs> That's Shaquille O'Neal, folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I had retired uh, MBA. I, I had um, Shelby Steven, pic- you know, Savannah pictures in my locker. Oh yeah, I remember you her. Know, you know, and hustlers in my backpack. I knew more about porn stars than I knew about the Lakers.
4: Yeah, I was fucking clueless. I had no idea who anybody <laughs> was. I walk in, I'm first job I'm working with is Rob Black, which is the one who's... Wow. The, yeah, during the feds, they're doing all this crazy shit.
1: Who's Rob Black? Um,
4: he was the guy, who, he owned Extreme Associates. He ended up going to prison for it for a while. They got busted on Sydney charges the whole bit. Actually, some of the Sydney stuff they got busted for was this one girl, Blue Iris, she used to be on the Howard Stern show every so often. Old lady with a blue wig, come on. Mm-hmm. I actually shot the still photos when they pissed on her in the back alley. And that's what they ended up getting they prosecuted for those clips. For um, that one? Yeah, they got popped. for That was one of the ones that were named in it. Because they picked out some of the online <laughs> stuff in Jack 2.
3: I, I thought they got in trouble for force entry only. They,
4: they didn't even know. There was like several five. Th- it was called the yeah.
0: Federal Five.
4: Yeah. But
3: for, for force entry. Did we already talk about that? Just basically the rape ones? Uh, yeah, the rape yeah. ones. And um, that's stuff really weird because, you know, you have Hollywood movies. There's some graphic rape scenes. And they were considered as artistic, you know, I, I don't know how, where the fine line starts, but um yeah i, I mean i i I, just, I don't know I'm jaded, and when I watch that movie that this is a real fake rape
4: well, at least they have some sort of build up to it yeah I mean, there's some story around it, this should yeah there wasn't much I mean, it was just there and happening,
1: What is it's just like a guy banging on a door and then going literally in. literally
4: break into the house and yeah.
3: um rapes her, and I think he i think one of them where he leaves and like Neighbors will get him and beat the shit out of him. I think that's how some of the
4: scenes to, ended. To be quite honest with you, I never watched a single one of them. Oh, is that yeah, right? No, most of the porn I ever watched was the shit I edited. To be quite honest with you. Because like he's saying, the same thing. If you're going to watch any porn, you know everybody that's in the shit. That's true. So it just gets real annoying real quick. You're like, oh, that guy's an asshole. You don't want to watch anymore. It just gets old real fast. But,
3: so so Rob Black, you know, he, he and his wife, uh, Lizzie Borden, yeah. and uh, they basically they come and get us. And they did. I think her name was something, Miss Buchanan. She's district attorney assistant or something. But uh, um, they went after them and they got them. And I think, how much time did they do? Like a year or two?
4: It was somewhere around. There's like a year and a half, almost two years, somewhere around that ballpark.
3: And, and, and yeah. that put, really put fear into the business. And uh, there's other questionable uh, w- website. They started re-editing their scenes because they didn't want the government to go
4: after them. You know. Yeah, well, there's, because they also, there was like Max Hardcore that got busted. Yeah. He was notorious. He was just bad. Why? Was, what did he, he do? Was, he was just all about just beating the girls up, pissing them down the throats the whole bit. Make them he look like they're 12. Yeah, make them look like they're 12 and then try to make them puke with his dick and just be as rough as possible with it. And Whoa. yeah, I actually met the guy once. Because when I was working, I just got hired with Evil Angel, where Yoshi was at. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys I knew from Extreme Associates, he had gone over and started working for uh, Max Hardcore and called me up. And I just went up there just to see his house. Because he was just so notorious. It was like, okay, I'm gonna I'll I'll go for a job interview just to see what the hell this place is like and see what's going on. And that's where I ended up because like with Rob Black, his big thing was the wrestling stuff too. He had the whole <laughs> wrestling organization going, that's kind of what killed his company was they were dumping so much money into wrestling, trying to keep it alive because
2: you know, oh, would, I didn't know that.
4: Yeah. Oh no, that hurt him big time. He won, They wanted. They were putting on events. they were going out to the East Coast and shit. At the end, they were trying to do anything they could. And but I ended up running into one of the wrestler guys up there that had a thumb go missing. Um, yeah. No. He had, they, somehow I guess he was fucking Rob's wife. The Messiah. Yeah. yeah Messiah. <laughs> yeah. He was. Yeah. He was like he was their golden child. That was the guy. Was the big guy in their wrestling thing. It was like their main star.
3: I I heard that um, Rob find out that. Messiah guy was fucking his wife, and they kept telling the guy, knock it off. And he wouldn't listen. The next thing you know it, I don't know how many guys got the guy, but they cut his thumb off,
1: right? Oh, shit. That was, he, it, was, it was
4: on America's Most Wanted the whole bit. They had a reenactment the whole bit for really? it. Really? Yeah. They still don't know who did it. I don't know either, but I mean, I guess several large black guys showed up at his house, put him through a fish tank, and cut off his thumb. And did that stop
1: the fucking?
4: Oh, well, yeah. It was already stopped before that. He'd been kicked out of the company and stuff, the whole bit. Like, because when I ran to him, he'd been hiding for a little bit, he'd already lost the thumb. They, mm-hmm. they were going after him more than his thumb, they had his pants halfway down while he was fighting him oh. off. And this, he's not a little guy, he's, a, he's like 6'2, yeah, six one. he's pretty well built and stuff. And they roughed him up pretty good. they anything take,
1: happened to the woman?
4: No, she that was Rob's wife, that was like, whatever. Did, yeah, she got, they're, they're she, married. Yeah. She just shouldn't have been doing it, he should have known better. I mean,
3: wow, that's yeah, can. Can I ask you both because I always wonder Max Hardcore. um you know Max is like in the early to mid fifties and he's got this cowboys hat and short, and you know he's got an average size penis right so i I sometimes think whenever guys have average penis that, what's average
1: size well,
3: I, I don't know what do you think he has like about five or six um, yeah, which is average for uh, most guys and so I thought because he's got average penis for that business. He have to do something extreme. That's that, that's his selling point because black guys with big dicks, they they already do a lot of damage fucking these girls. They don't really have to do anything besides that, you know. That's what I mean.
4: You know, yeah. You they know.
1: just have to stick their penis in them.
4: He was just a fucked up individual. He the whole business was him and his brother mostly. His brother was shooting camera and doing all the junk. That's there. right. Um, yeah, no, it was just a bizarre family thing. I don't. I would hate to see what their Christmases were like and shit. And
3: he'll make the girls say, even though they're eighteen or older, he'll make them say. Things like, hey, mister, fuck my 13-year-asshole. old And, you know, it's it's, it's it's it should be legal, but... Uh, but it's fantasy. Yeah, it's fantasy, but when you say stuff like that, you're going to bring the government after you.
4: Yeah. Well, that, he got... Some of the girls he had... Um, I can't remember the one girl's name he had. She was borderline retarded, I swear to God. When I went there for the interview, she's uh, thrilled shitless as you figure out how to make a grilled cheese sandwich. She was offering everybody fucking grilled cheese sandwiches to figure out how to make them. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, no, He he would just pick a girl worker and stuff. He was pretty much an alcoholic and just rolling with it. And he, coincidentally, I think he
0: gets less hate mail than I do. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. No. Uh, and and every girl, ninety nine well, I should say 99% of the girls that left my set had fun doing it.
1: So tell us about your sets, the yeah. Minion, because I saw some of that, and I was like, what the fuck is
0: this guy doing? There's food. Well, you would think, you would think they were sponsored by Bud Light, but they weren't. <laughs> uh food food beer and i i didn't i don't drink but that was for the director i think that's how he got through his days
1: are you in recovery May may ask i don't drink at all you just best- have you ever no,
0: no. I've, i have one drink a year Interesting.
1: yeah huh. So you take everything out what's sex.
0: food's my vice food Antic. and sex Antic. okay
1: so how is how is having sex with food how is that
0: for you <laughs> what was that well, like it, it, you know, George Costanza kind of brought it into the mainframe. But, right. but I, I kind of <laughs> like to think, you know. <laughs>
2: I love that episode. Pastramis <laughs> of, of all the cured meats. Yeah.
0: It was distracting. I got through them. I got through the scenes. Was it your idea to do that? I think it was a collab-
4: collaboration at the time. It was I, usually I, trying to egg the girls into beating the shit out of you at the yeah. same time. It was usually just trying to get them to smack them around and just... Him, just trying to have him act like a pig and eat as much food as possible at the same time. Yeah, I was supposed to
0: be an agent and I was, you know, my belly was the gateway to porn superstardom. And I would tell them before the scene, I'd say, Look, I'm going to talk shit about you. It's not how I really feel, it's the character. And nine times out of 10, they'd say, I can't do it. I can't do it. And I'd eventually egg him on, and they would take out their aggression towards men on me mm-hmm. with it- me busting a nut at the end. Yeah. And- <laughs> But and it we is, think in college at the
3: time. But Chico Chico Wayne's the guy who got you in the business. And, and he brought me in, and he's the one who told the basically one of the girls that shoot you like shit, right?
0: Right. I mean, yeah. And I warmed up to it at the at the I, I think you were at the first few scenes, or you were, you were you might have even shot a few. Um, referring to John, of course, but the scenes got progressively nuttier. In in the beginning, I was like a deer in the headlights, mm-hmm. and at at a point, I, I really warmed up to it.
4: Yeah, you destroyed the fucking the whole thing. Destroyed houses. Yeah, seriously, we would tear up houses because we get these rentals and just mm-hmm. fucking destroy them. There'd be there'd be food plaster on the ceiling and shit. We were putting down plastic tarts at times just so we'd be able to walk through the house afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> sounds mm-hmm. like an
1: episode of Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. So, um. So you, were you into being degraded before you started doing that or did it just kind of evolve as you started
0: doing
2: that? I, I can't more of answer
0: that? that because my sexual hist, my sexual history before that was almost non existent. I could tell you the first time I lost my virginity was cost me a hundred bucks. So, how old were you? Nineteen. December 10th, 1999, I remember these things. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually true. <laughs>
1: They're mile markers in, you know. <laughs> in your life. It's
0: like, where were you when Kennedy was
3: shot? But um. <laughs> that's, I mean, I don't want to overuse the word extreme, but like it, it, it's crazy that, you know, you just originated to front of a camera and porn, you know. And, and, and I, I think I have a lot of friends always asking, how do you get into business, whatever. But man, they don't know the pressure. And they have no idea of the pressure to your front of the camera. Because everyone is judging you.
0: Well, we, we you got to pay your dues. I, yeah. You know, to really appreciate it, whether, you know, getting bounce checks or fucking some chick at 10 o'clock at night who you just met 10 minutes earlier.
4: Yeah, we'd push yeah. you into a lot of stuff, too. I saw one time at the anabolic offices where we pushed you into a fucking, was already a four-way going on. Remember that with a, was it John Strong? Yeah, with some new girl. Yeah, it was two new girls. Yeah, two new yeah. girls. They were in there having a four-way going out and stuff. And basically, we were just like, go in there, go get your dick up. Like? Go do it. No, yep. go go go. Put it in your face. Go do it. Yep. Kept egging him on until he we finally went and did it. And the, after that, it lasted about another five minutes, and then we took off. Yeah. Now you can't stop me from walking yeah. into those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like you
0: know,
1: unforced entry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Wow. That's very interesting. Um.
3: And one of the reason I, I I really want to talk to you for a long time because it was over the years, John always showed me clips and pictures what Chico was doing to you because that really shocked me that um he would be so mean to you, you know? Because when I met him, he was always nice to me. And I just didn't know the guy. I, I was shocked that... Well, because he
4: wasn't
0: comfortable with you.
3: Well,
4: Chico, too. You gotta yeah. be, Chico's pretty notorious. He ended up dying the whole bit. It was, there was a long backstory of that guy. He went, He started off going by Wanker Wang. Yeah. That evolved into Chico Wang. And he made tons of enemies in the business. Yeah, he pissed off everybody. Everybody was nice to him because they didn't want to get tore up online. They yeah. Because he was running a website, Luke Ford. Yeah. Which he was... I guess a journalist for the industry for a while there. He got a hold of that and had a decent audience. Well, look
3: forward was Matt Drudge of porn. He used to put fear in porno business because um, he would expose people doing something bad. And I think his specialty was history of porn and especially um mob connection with porno business, things like that. And I'm friends with him. And, and then before I got to know him really well, I mean, at least when I worked for Evil Angel, they were just be
4: careful what you say around him. And... Um, Watch out. But, yeah. uh, Luke, Luke. Luke did he just, what happened? He decided to retire. Volt got a hold of the site, popped the site off him, and yep. then just went to town with it. He would put everybody on blast. It was everything from what girls were charging just to what anything they were doing to whatever director was trying to think. He was going to shoot the first anything and just fuck with everybody.
3: It was like wiki porn thing, yeah. way before everyone else. And he pissed um, Jewish Jordan, one of the big porno mogul uh, who used to be part of Evil Angel, but I remember that guy was being mad at that guy. For whatever uh, reason, Chico yeah. must have wrote something about him.
4: They were just going back and forth. Chico would just go off on anything he could. He'd make fun of him be a vegetarian. Just anything he'd go off on would just fuck with the guy. Because at the time, Jules was at the top of the game. He was yeah. like the director. Mm-hmm. So he was the biggest target that Chico had. And that's where, at the time, didn't you realize what happened was he did a background check on Chico. Found out Chico had been arrested for beating up his ex-girlfriend and tossed in jail for a couple of years or whatever. And nobody else had a clue except for Jules Jordan. So... Jules said, hey, guess what I know about you? And next thing you know, Chico's apologizing to him, talking about what a great guy he is and everything else, and all just kind of disappears. Which was rare. Mm. To get
0: to get Chico to back off was that's a feat.
4: Yeah, because like, I didn't get it. Because like the same time, I was cool with Chico, and I was cool with Jules Jordan at the same time. Got along with both guys. So I'm like, okay, cool. Didn't question him. I'm like, all right, Chico finally came around. Yeah. It's all good. Turns out, no, he was just hiding his past. And then, shit, we were working at Anabolic, and shit just went haywire. Yeah, I, that
0: was... Uh, it was a ticking time bomb and
4: anabolic is another gonzo
3: form that's
0: where company. chico left from extreme that's where he went right yeah. after mm-hmm. their big
4: fame thing was they were like the inventor of the gangbang. That that's right. what got them on the map they were the first one to start doing that
3: and i i have to say to this day when they released um rough sex one and two this is like late 90s by a guy named contusion and you know I'm sure if I rewatch it now it's like, "Oh, it's not a big deal, but at the time, you know they're beating the hell out of the girls, shoving their head in the toilet, putting girls in dog cage and things like yeah. that and um when I worked for I think Taboo video in seattle we um we stopped selling them because we got concerned like with the cops who showed them arrested. The yeah. us. so we we kept them in the back warehouse unless customer specifically asked for it, maybe we'll sell them but um yeah, so Anabolic was a big company. Yeah,
4: their big thing was just recently somebody finally caught on the fact they shot a gangbang at the Coliseum. They were the ones that were all the news for that thing, yeah. Wow. They'd, yeah, USC in uh, 2001. Yeah, they had done that, and all of a sudden, I guess, finally somebody... <laughs> Is there
1: a statute of limitations on it? Like, can they still Well, play? they had permission
4: to shoot from as far as I know. Oh. They, so I But they know didn't it was, know it was a porn. That was the problem. Yeah,
1: because it doesn't seem like USC might be... You, okay. But the funny... Thing. <laughs> the image <laughs> yeah. of...
2: But funny thing the Trojan horse. But
3: funny thing was there's a bunch of people who work for school security things like that, and they're a bunch of guys. They're not gonna stop guys from filming porn because they were excited about it too. They All just right. kinda let it go. I think Mr. Marcus was in that yeah. scene. But uh, yeah, it's so rough sex one and two and that gangbang at USC. That's uh, but other than that, you know, it's they're a great company. Did they do did they do down down the hatch?
0: That was Diabolic. Diabolic sister Company. Their sister
3: company. I, I love that series by Mike John. <laughs> I know this means nothing to the audience, <laughs> but I, I'm a big fan of his. And um, yeah, those are really good. You know, as much movies I've seen, it takes a lot of um, it takes a lot to make me like something because you know you have to be really, really yeah. good. Um well, so anyway, the reason why Jerome, and I'm really happy that he's here and talk to him because um Chico passed away in 2006. Seven. So, oh, 2007, I apologize. And he was married to a porn girl named Haley Page. And um, she is, I, I met her half a dozen times. Couldn't be a nicer and sweeter girl. Yeah, she's a beautiful, be really cool. beautiful girl. Beautiful girl. Real good girl. Yeah. And um I, 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 this is a part where I'm torn because I'm a dirtbag, I love porn, but at the same time, when you're working the business and you meet these girls, you get to know them, it's very cringy because I feel like I should have done something, said something to her. But um, um, do one of you guys want to tell, give detail what happened to her? She passed away like a month before Chico, I think, if I remember right.
2: Ooh. He
0: allegedly beat her up, and I, I say allegedly because the day he got arrested, I saw him in the jail, and he told me to go to his house and make sure her and her mom didn't take any computer stuff or any cameras or anything. And visit when I saw her, she didn't have any bruises or marks. And this is supposedly like 12 hours after the fact. So I, I can't say for sure. Maybe he pulled a gun on her.
4: Yeah, see, what I got from it was supposedly she, he was trying to get her off drugs and stuff too. Right, She went over to some guy's house that was a friend of a friend type thing, was doing heroin over there. He came over with a gun, basically got her out of the house. And I don't know what happened. He roughed her up or anything like that. But what happened was those people freaked out. They called the cops mm. and all that kind of junk. And he ended up getting busted. Right. And he got pulled in. Million um, dollar
0: bail.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well,
4: that's because that's when everybody found out after that that he had the previous record. Right. Because right. before that, no one knew about it except for one guy in the industry. And he managed to keep that down for some reason. He was talking, nobody else found out about it.
3: I, th- I think these guys don't want to have a record known in public about beating up girls because they need girls to make these movies. And if girls find out they have a history of beating up girls, they don't want to work with that. Right. You
2: know?
4: Yeah, and Chico was really good about playing with the girls. He was their buddy. He was their pal. He yep. would get what they wanted, do what they needed, all that kind of shit.
1: So, so he was arrested um, because of that altercation that went yeah. down. And then because he had the history, they detained him and they were like, there was a million-dollar bail. And that won't happen.
0: He went on the lamb. That was the last time I saw him. Was in the jail. He did was he, gone for about two months.
4: Did he marry her after that? I thought he married. Yeah, they married after. in August yeah. in Vegas. Because after he got out of jail, he ran out, got married. He got was, out on bail.
0: He, I, I think they dropped the charge.
4: Yeah, I don't. So oh. I think she got uncooperative. Oh, that I didn't know that. Why did yeah. they drop the charge? Because basically, she wasn't going to do it. She wasn't going to do anything with it. She wasn't going to push oh. it. <sighs> yeah. So they roll out. They get married real quick. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, also that makes it so it's his wife now. Can't prosecute him. Really, she's not going to testify. That kind of shit. Yeah. And then she's. ODs on methadone and something yep. else. So it sounds like he was trying to get her cleaned up because he was notorious for getting pills for the girls and everything. So it sounds like he's trying to do his thing and getting her clean.
2: And then, uh,
1: that happens a lot. I've worked in addiction treatment and if you, especially heroin and any kind of opiates, any kind of drug, but like opiates, especially if you go off for a little while and then you go right back to where you yeah. were on your peak, then you're. I mean, I had a friend die that way. Yeah. Because yeah. like when it's I last overdosed.
4: time I'd seen them, because there was a whole meltdown between the companies and stuff that we were at at the time. There was like. Just a big old feud going on with everybody inside the industry. It was bizarre. And I finally got over there and she was when I was over there it was clean, she was smoking weed and that was about it. Which mm-hmm. is shit for them. That's clean. <laughs> and then um and after that was just that's when she started going haywire. That's when she got back to the heroin stuff and the whole bit.
3: But Daron, didn't you tell me you had a theory that maybe Chico was there and she overdosed and he panicked.
0: Is that what uh, I think no, I I think what happened mm-hmm. what I I think what I would remember reading was, he rushed her to the ER. Yeah, and um, I think she died there. I don't think the cops ever showed up to the hotel room. I see. And then three weeks later, he was gone. He had a shrine built to her, and he was leaning over the bed.
1: Hmm. I think
0: he was praying, like wow. right before his heart went out.
1: So Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, did, how did his heart go out? He Methadone. Oh, so he himself. Yeah. So he committed suicide.
4: Yeah, because yeah, for him, he didn't yeah. do pills. I've only saw him take, he took Valium once and became an asshole. That's the only thing you ever saw him do drugs. He, he would do, he drank constantly. Con- that's the reason the Bud Light joke He would joke do an 18-pack in a day, a night. It, yeah. And that was one of the things was a weird deal afterwards. There's all accusations that he was doing coke during that yeah. time and everything else, which would make sense for all the alcohol content, but I never saw him do it. And I hung out with him enough that, shit, I think I would have caught him doing or something, but never saw him. And then, you know, Daron I mean, was his right-hand man. Yeah. Yeah. The onion was there for everything for him. Like I said, when he got arrested, that's who he called. Mm-hmm. He, he,
3: he, you know, like I said, I didn't know him as well as you guys. You know, I'm and he, he was not a perfect guy. But um, I, I'm i always surprised when a girl like that falls in love with him because I, I didn't know her well either, but she was such a sweet girl. And it, it, it really made me sad when I found out she passed away. And uh,
4: she obviously saw
3: something in him that was good, you know. Um,
4: I think there's a lot of these girls seem really nice, but there's also that level of crazy. They're still doing what they're doing. She was a
1: porn star, right? Yeah, no, she was. Okay. She was
4: really sweet girl. Great girl. but Beautiful you know, girl. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, there's like, was it? Chanel Chavez, she was hilarious. She was just out there. Chanel, yeah, that
0: was, I think he was wanting, he wanted to marry her or something. He always joked about
4: it. Yeah, no, that was the one that he took to Hawaii when that time, and, Yeah. and yeah, she woke up getting a train <laughs> run on her by a bunch of people. Does that That's often, what I heard. Does yeah. that often yeah.
1: happen, though? Do porn stars, I mean... Form personal relationships within the business usually? Well, like it, You'll see a lot of, the,
4: of it? a lot of the guys you'll see they'll get a couple of girls in their pocket. They'll have the girls that oh I love you I take care of you type thing. It's basically almost a damn near pimp thing. Oh. It's that girl you got the ace in the hole that you know will always work for you. So if you, you need a shoot and you get something done and you need a girl to perform that's who he'll have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was the thing that was different with her at least because he actually married her and stuff he really did care about her wanted to stay clean that's mm-hmm. you know, the whole thing I think it was a confrontation with a gun because he did give a shit.
0: He went to Folk song artist concerts for her with her, and he hated that shit. Yeah. He would text me from these concerts saying, I can't believe I'm here. I hate it. But he did shit for, for her. her. Yeah.
1: So he really loved her. Oh, yeah. Well, so, yeah it sounds like he, he uh, took his life for because of her well, passing away. I think
0: he thought that he, he couldn't come back to porn. Yeah, He was done
4: in the industry. Yeah, which is hard
0: to do. That's very hard to fail from porn. Yeah. Why is that?
4: In, in all reality, we say he didn't think he'd come back, but you can come back, dude. People have given other people AIDS and they're still working in yeah. the industry. That's ministry. true. What? Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> dead serious. It's like yeah, yeah. It's a pretty forgiving business. That, that <laughs> I mean, no, it's, it's <laughs> very low. We don't yeah. have a cure. Yeah, well, come
1: on back. Yeah, yeah. no, we, that, we can that still that, use you.
4: That
3: that happened. you just
4: faked the test. It's cool. You, you might have been <laughs> yeah. mistaken. It's all right. It happened. That happened to
3: my you pulled out right. My former boss, John Stellian's wife. Karen Stelliano, and right. uh, it's unfortunate for her because uh, did you know this? She, this is what I w- was told. Karen Stelliano, aka her stage name, was Trisha Devereaux, and she was supposed either she had an option of either doing Brandon Iron that day, which she didn't know him that well, or Mark Wallace, and she chose to do uh, Mark Wallace. At least somebody told me, or because he
0: was established and Brandon was kind of new. She didn't want right. to try a new guy.
3: So, and Mark Wallace was infected by. And she, he had HIV. I don't know how he got it. Was Wasn't it known? No, no, he, no, no, no. no. Oh.
4: He was faking a test. He had a test with the wrong dates on it, the whole bit. Yeah, he was scamming the industry at that So he though. fucked Karen,
3: which is a, a absolutely evil thing to do. And here's the sad thing. He's still working the business, not performing, but editing and yeah. you know, production whatnot. Yeah, so, it's been a few
4: years since I've heard him. The last I heard, he was editing, and he was working, yeah. you know, Established company, so you would think when you do something like that, yeah. you'll be kicked out of the business, yeah, but like excommunicated or something, yeah. You would expect it, but nah, nah, <laughs> nah, it's just, yeah, no, nah, you're right back. It's in like there.
1: family, yeah. Well, it's a
4: bunch of dinner. And <laughs>
3: recently, um, we, we, I think we talked about this yesterday. Um, there's a black performer named Mr. Marcus <laughs> who, who I like a lot, and uh, he made a bad judgment, I think he had a syphilis or something, yeah. and um, he hit the test result and kept performing, you know. But I got to say, I don't, I'm don't. i not defending what he did because it's not right, but I don't know what, why he did it, but he's not a malicious guy. I, 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 what little I know about him, he, he, at least I don't think it was malicious. I, just,
4: I still was shocked they got away with it. He showed up and said it was sores on his dick because there's videos, oh. there's video of the thing, pictures got put out, yep. it was obvious. He shot for, was it, Brazzers? I think it was Reality Kings. Was Reality Kings? I think so. well, they, Which like, is owned by Branwen. They yeah. just bought them, so yeah, so basically Brazzers. And I mean the guy shows up with sores on his dick and they're like, Oh, I'll go for it, it's cool. Eh, it's normal. That's that's average, right?
1: The girls didn't even
4: I don't, I, I don't even know which girl it was he shot with that day. I really don't. I just remember uh, seeing the yeah, I just remember seeing the, the picture they had of it, you couldn't see the girl's face. And it was like, Yeah. It's a lot of times I c I couldn't I cannot believe a girl allow that. Just seeing that. It's a lot of times stupidity. I was just, just gonna say they don't know how to say no. A lot of these girls don't know how to say no. That's yeah. v- one of uh, Chico's big jokes is always how do you get a blowjob from porn chick? You put your dick in her face. Yeah, they don't know what else to do. That's how you get a blowjob. You Walk up through the roof. That's gonna happen.
0: But it's weird that syphilis thing on the on the totem pole of evil shit that's been done in porn. That kind of ranks low. That's which is real sad. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, it's you got the HIV thing, which is it's right at the to- right at the top, but. Uh,
1: is there, like, a 401k or something for porn? Like, is yeah. there, like, what would happen yeah, no, if you do, and you wanted to be honest with it, and you're like, you have HIV, and, and you go, and you're like, I, I'm i positive I have HIV. What does the porn industry do then?
4: They do absolutely nothing. That's the reason you They're see They're like, like, bye. If you're lucky, like, that one guy ends up as an editor. Um, like, Karen Sogliano, when she got hers, she ended up going back working at freaking Arby's. In Illinois. Yeah. But um, John Stellia, my former boss, I think he
3: emailed her or something. And and John's also try to be positive too. So This was a match made in AIDS. So you know. <laughs> oh, Wow. wow. <laughs> I, have yes, I have problem with him. I have a problem with him and I think too much. But um <laughs> but um so in her case it, it worked out, but um um what's his name? Um Free Speech Correlation, head of it. Um what's his name?
0: Weinstein Whitaker, Whitaker? Oh, no, no, that.
3: um He's like the uh, like a official historian porn. Um, he's he's a chubby Jewish guy with go Margul. Yeah. Okay. So,
0: <laughs> okay. Thank not you. me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm not that. Old. So I made a mistake. He's he's been in business for a long time. In fact, he gave I think John Stelliano, my former boss, first job uh, in like early 70s. Mm-hmm. And he's been he's been involved in the business for a long time. So anyway, I made a mistake of asking him. Don't you think there should be fund for performers? there should be some kind of a program where once they decide to get out of the adult business, uh, we could help them transition to another career, training and so on and so forth. And he just went off on I me, mean, like, we already do that, this and that. And I didn't know enough for me to defend myself, but, you know, I saw him earlier this year and he forgot <laughs> we had this conversation years ago, so he was really nice to me, but at the time, genuinely curious, I wanna help people, make sure
4: they're okay, but he just went fucking went off on me, you know,
3: so. Um,
4: well, it's a touchy subject because like a lot of people, they accuse the forestry. Oh, you use them up and you throw them away. And it yeah. kind of does. That's yeah. really what it does do. Once the girl shot out, she ends up doing anything she can to keep getting shot because she needs to pay rent to that point.
0: I blame, I blame, as, as cliche as it sounds, I blame society because if you have a girl, she shoots even 50 scenes and she goes to work at Target and someone mm-hmm. makes a stink of it because their, their boyfriend or husband recognizes her. Yeah. And it takes one complaint to lead to another to lead to another and they're yeah. bad on their ass for something that was totally legal. So
1: they so they can be ostracized from society. In, in there, yeah. yeah, like that's pretty intense. Did I mean are you so you you said you're not doing porn anymore.
0: Uh not performing. but I'm with Dogfart.
1: Okay, and so what do you do with
0: Dogfart? I shoot their green screen, they're behind the scenes, I run their Twitter account at Dogfart Network mm-hmm. and you know. Write the scene descriptions, and I'm the behind-the-scenes guy.
1: Oh, cool! So, so there really isn't a transition you can do into back into normal, quote unquote, society.
4: No, I just, well, I literally just got laid off in September, so now I'm going to try to do that. We'll see how it goes. Um, <laughs> the thing is, I was basically going tech into stuff. I'm going to go into probably computer networking junk because I know computers, so I'm cool with that.
1: But you've always been behind the camera, you never yeah,
4: know? Yeah, no, no, no. I've never been in front of the camera at all. I just not my thing. I, I was married before I started in the business. I talked to my wife before we started doing it because, like, hell, uh, is it cool if I started editing this stuff? And it was a paycheck. And I said, literally at the time, yeah, I started doing it because it was the wrestling company. The wrestling company looked good on a demo reel. And then, I mean, since I started editing and stuff, today it's not worth being an editor anymore. I, mean,
1: I wanted to ask you if I may interject real quickly. Yeah. Because it seems like you guys have been, Yoshi, you guys have been in the porn industry for a while to see the transition from... Videos and VHS tapes to DVDs to the internet. Like, I mean, if, if there's a...
4: Well, see, w- I, I, looked to... out, I walked in, I lucked out right when DVD was really taken off. You really see it took hold. People were making a lot more money with it. The industry was having like resurgence. It was great. And then over the last, I mean, literally five, six years, you've watched it just slowly die. It's becoming now to where there's a couple companies and that's it. Mm-hmm. There's, we mentioned browsers, Manwin earlier. They've bought most every website now, almost it seems like. They've got, every other site is them now.
3: In, in the past, it was, you know, I, I wish some of the girls would do a couple of years and get out and have a normal life. And then it was really hard for them to get out. The problem, problem with the last five, six years, they leave because they can't find any more work. That's, yeah, that's, no. that's what happened to them.
4: Yeah, prices shifted on everything. Yeah. Like in the height of it, there was like guys were pulling out $1,000 a scene, which for a guy <laughs> was unheard of. Yeah. Right. And then you watch it drop back now. guys are doing shit for two $300. They're doing whatever they can get
2: and mm. hey, here's
3: some uh-huh. other funny things i hear because unemployment's still high i haven't worked since february and uh, when you have a job you should be very thankful but i am not going to mention names but i have plenty of male performers bitching about i'm only getting 400 500 fuck this girl and like do you even listen to yourself you're fucking 18 19 20 year old girl <laughs> in her ass and you're getting paid four or five hundred dollars why
4: are you cheap <laughs> but, okay, but I mean, I mean, I mean you know, you <laughs> gotta put
3: things in perspective. Like, you should be very thankful. Like, people work whole week hoping they get laid over the weekend. So. Yeah, but you
4: also gotta think of the ego. A lot of those guys, they've got yeah. the ego to where they are also a star. I mean, they are somebody, and they've got to feed that part of it too.
3: But they also have to realize, let's be frank, a lot of them are no, not just respect their own, but um, most guys are just furniture. so that's cool. Okay. No, no, just <laughs> not just not most guys are just furnitures. Most heterosexual fans don't give a fuck about the guy. Oh no shit!
0: You know it's it's, it's about the girl. So, yeah. no, I knew right away I was a circus act. I knew yeah. my what my worth was, and
4: I was fine with it. The hard part is with the shooting end though. A guy, even though the the person they don't give a shit on the other side. Yeah. The actual shooting, you need a guy you can count on. You actually, it's worth paying more for a guy that's good, it's worth, knows what he's doing. It sounds stupid. You got to have a guy that actually open up for the camera, knows where, where to go, how to do stuff. Because yeah. you just have a general guy in there, it's, he's not going to know what the hell to do. It's going to be lost. Right. You just end up wasting all the money you spent that day.
1: I've seen a Bukaki video on Jim <laughs> and but Those are just like random dudes going in there yeah, jerking off on someone's face. Oh, most
4: of those guys end up having to pretty much pay to do it because they pay for their yeah. tests and stuff. Oh, and really? No- oh, yeah, they get nothing. That's yeah that's, and if you don't if they don't pop, you don't
3: get shit, and I remember doing one of the shoot for brandon, and they did paperwork for them, which is sad.
4: I got paid more for doing paperwork than actual talent, oh yeah, oh there's dudes are begging for bus money to get home afterwards yeah, yeah. no that, that, yeah, that's not a joke I've i'm not that's not a joke once. at all
3: because one third of the guys show up with bus transfer, yeah, and two thirds have car, and most of them, if I remember right, um live with their parents or something like that, but um like, after I do my paperwork, like, they, they will walk up to me and, like, want to shake my hand. Like, I don't want to touch you and to shake your hands after, you know, there's one girl, 40 guy, whatever, yeah, you
4: know. Luckily, I didn't have to deal with that shit much at all. I didn't do any gangbangs. I shot, did, worked on one gangbang with, well, two gangbangs with Anabolic. Right. Other than that, I didn't have anything to do with any of that shit because that's just annoying. You're just asking for problems.
3: Can I mention one more thing about girls? Because, um, uh, Please bit.
0: do. <laughs> Enough about no, me. No,
4: no cock talk.
3: No, no. But before, before, man, I have to say, in front of the camera, and I'll be honest with you. I wish I could be in front of the camera, but I just, I would just panic. I just, uh, I tried it once. I tried to do it one time, one of those blow bank kind of thing, like ninety. I don't know when of it was. So I had a, it's a collector's item, your video. I have a mask. <laughs> I have, I have a mask on, and I'm just standing with a bunch of guys.
1: I have
3: a mask on? But I, I, I didn't go through with it because a black guy standing behind me, he tripped, so his dick...
2: Just, no, no, <laughs> just
3: slapped my ass. and like, I mean, I got my clothes and left. I was I was literally crying out of driving out of there because I, it shocked the shit out of me. So that's the closest I've ever gone with that sort of thing. But um, going back to Bill Margo and girls, because I've I just... Maybe because I'm 43, I feel conflicted because a lot of these girls now are just... I'm old enough to be their parents, so I have a, a lot of mixed feelings. But Bill Margot, he yell at me, give me a hard time about that, you know, do something for them. He pretend like he's doing something for them, but I'm not really sure. But that and Paul Thomas Anderson in, in the Boogie Night, in commentary, he talked about having a fight with Bill Margo. So um, I think there's a lot of people in this business that need help, but they don't complain. Because if you do, they don't get work. That was my impression uh, working for Evil Angel nine years. Mm-hmm. I think I give credit for Evil Angel; they're pretty good about treating people. Their chicks never uh, bounced, and um, but having said that, there wasn't a lot of safety net for them, and um, I don't know what to say. Isn't
1: there an organization? Uh, I was reading this book once. I was talking a lot about the porn industry, and there's an organization of like women, especially that were porn stars, and that you will, they'll be at like. The porn conventions oh, pink and they're cross.
2: Like, yeah, pink, the pink cross, the pink
1: cross, yeah, and they're yeah. there to like try to get women out of porn. No, they're like, still
2: or no, or they're, no, just they're just attention
4: whores now. Is the only difference.
1: Oh really? What? Oh wow. wow! I haven't
4: heard them do anything for any girl other than other than that Bible.
2: <laughs> Wait, <laughs> the the why are they any
4: different from regular girls being attention
3: oh Well,
0: <laughs> listen to that pink shirt. yeah, they give out free Bibles.
4: I, mean,
2: <laughs> I don't mean I don't mean like men, donations. Donations.
3: but women. I really believe this being desire is something yes. that turns they women on. They seek off. approval too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So whether in porn
4: or fashion or but how are they seeking or, uh,
1: attention it's, horse It's
4: literally, it's honestly, it's this one lady, I can't remember what her name is. Shelly Lubin. Yeah. She, there you it's, go. it's just her pretty much, and it's just her trying to get her donations to get her word out there, which I don't know who she actually helps. Ah. So once in a while, she'll get a girl that she'll take under her wing, help her for a little bit, and then usually the girl falls back into porn.
0: Yeah, usually they, Fly away from the nest. They realize,
4: oh, this chick really isn't going to do anything for me. It's just been talking. Now I have to go back and do some work to pay my rent. <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah. I Honestly, like I said, I, there's no safety that I really know of. Once they're done with you, they're done with you.
0: Well, I think a lot of girls, especially in the heydays, they, they thought, okay, well, I'm always going to be making X amount of dollars for X amount of time, so I can always blow my money, but it, you know, the well runs dry after a while. And and that lifetime is very
3: addicting because one of my friends is CPA, or porn star, and these girls, you know, they're
4: a tax problem,
3: too. And let me tell you, when you're 18, 19...
1: Are they 1099 independent contractors? <laughs> Damn, <yes. laughs> Damn
4: That way you don't have to worry about coming after you for anything on the set, too. Huh. You're not an employee. You can't you shit. Oh, that's right. And you know how difficult it is for this girl to get out of the business?
3: Because, you know, you get used to doing boy-girl anal scene for 1500 1000 1500 back then in the heyday, maybe two grand if you're pretty, super pretty girl. Making that kind of money daily, then all of a sudden you decide to leave and start working at Starbucks at nine bucks an hour. It's really hard. That's, it's yeah. really, really I hard. I could
1: see uh, clinical depression probably coming. Along with a lot of these
3: girls, they would start stripping, which they they made pretty decent money way back well, in the day. The
4: smart girls that were the ones who would come in. They'd do like a couple movies. They'd go on tour and they'd do the stripping and they sell their movies at the shows. That way they'd be like a headliner. They actually make some money doing the stripping. They make more money stripping than they would. And if
3: they that. if they if they do escort. Business, they get way more money because yeah. they're notorious. And then, um, I mean, you know, my feeling is if they don't have a pimp, they're managing their money and taking care of themselves, then I, I have no problem. Because vast majority of girls from Eastern Europe, I'm, I'm, I'm this is funny to say, but I'm very proud of them because a lot of them have no money. They do it, they make the money and take care of their family. One of my favorite ones from Eastern Europe is Sandra Romaine. I have a lot of respect for her because she was really mentally tough. And she said that what difference does it make if you make one porno or, or 700? Once you make one, people are going to judge you. But she saved so much money, now she's back in Romania, supposedly, and maybe performing a little bit in Europe, but back in Romania has saved tons of money and she's taking care of her family. I don't have a problem with that. Where I'm have problem and I don't know, there's nothing really I could do. These girls get into that very much in a drug, abusive boyfriend situation. Oh, and yeah, I read uh, that and, as uh, well. I, I, I see, I, I noticed it but right away. There's a huge
4: difference between, because I lived in Europe for a year over there working, and there's a huge difference in Eastern Europe. There's a huge difference between the Eastern European girls and the American girls. Yeah, Eastern European girls especially, they, a lot of them, they had the thing where, well, they could shoot a, shoot a scene, buy a car, and be out of the industry. They wouldn't, no one in their family would ever know about it because the internet wasn't really around yet. So they get away with it and pull it off.
3: And I think even if they find out, I don't think they're going to be as critical as we
4: are. Well, that a lot more of them, there was a lot more just business for them. Yeah. They weren't there, it wasn't even trying to be a celebrity, it wasn't trying to be a party, yeah. which mm. a lot of these girls are. I mean, they're trying to do something. They were the just very, people who, a
3: very people who are critical about these girls in business, I bet you privately they're watching that shit at home. You know, that's my feeling. And um, I, I don't know where that attitude come from, but I, I hate it. As,
1: yeah, well, I mean, just culture and shame. I mean, and, and mm-hmm. I think uh, it's pretty fair to say that we live in a lot of societies around the world are you know, are patriarchal and probably a hint of misogyny is there. And they shame women on their sexuality. So it's, it's kind of like most women, I think, grow up with, yeah, yeah there's like a, there's this, Dirtiness to sex. It's but I think in Eastern Europe and probably other places like that, it's a little more open. It's yeah, not like I have a um, a cousin who grew up in Switzerland. And I remember her coming over at eleven and she was like talking about sex. I was yeah. like, "What are you doing? Like, where to get in <laughs> trouble talking about it?" Because I was so like jaded by it. Just e- in America and being Armenian in America, like both. Anyway, so yeah, there's just like different, I guess, perceptions of it. But I think in general, there. If it's safe to say, most women, especially are just kind of made to feel, like that's an easy card to play on a woman is to make her feel bad about Absolutely. herself by calling her a whore or using her sexuality against her.
3: Yeah. You and it, and, and uh, I always remind my friends that the Eastern Europe, because they live under communism and yes. religion was not tolerated, so they don't have that kind of mix up, mixed feeling about religion and morals. Go. They really separate someone who has sexual needs they just think it's a healthy thing, you know. You you, you just need sex once you reach adult age. Definitely. They don't judge them, so I, I don't think, I mean, I really don't think there's stigma. I mean, in Italy, porn stars are like running for office and yeah. the <laughs> TV show Rocco Sofredi, who, one uh, wanted the director for Evo a big star in Europe, you know. Yeah. So there's not a stigma. Sure, but there's even
4: the whole thing where supposedly Madonna liked him so much that's in the kid's name's Rocco. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, that was one of the rumors. Was that was one of the reasons why? Yeah, no, he's he's famous over there. There he's a star, does TV commercials the whole bit,
1: and people know about his. Oh, they know who.
4: They, oh, yeah, know it. His wow. movies are big. Yeah, he's done mainstream movies over there. He played uh first mainstream movie, big one over there. He played a gay character actually.
3: He's so famous. I, I, I this has only happened in in Europe because I was in um, Barcelona Erotic Film Festival years ago, and um you know we have conventions here too, but convention in Barcelona. A girl will go up on stage and say, hey, who want to fuck me? And, and, and See how her hands are go up, and she'll pick a couple guys. They'll go up and try to fuck her in front of 500, maybe 1,000 people watching them. So anyway, um, which is different, because you, so can't, you, you, you can't even show boob in a Vegas convention. I mean, they did it 10, 11 years ago, but no more, you know. But I saw one time, one of the biggest star in the world, for sure in Europe, he was walking around in Barcelona a film con- uh, convention, and some girl said, "Hey, Rocco, this girl likes you." He turned around, and started molesting her, like just grabbing her tits and ass, and she was really embarrassed. And everyone in circles started clapping their hands, like this is like artist, a maestro. This, you know, that it's like you know, you do that shit in stage, you go in jail. But they were clapping. She, her face was red, but grabbing her ass, putting her
4: pants. Oh, and. Fuck! I remember, and- was it Mike Tyson? Where the Avian Awards it was it was one is that the uh, expo, not the actual award show, years ago, and it's at Evil Angel booth. Yes, I brought him there. Yeah. What? You, do you, yeah. <laughs> do you remember when he met Belladonna there? Yeah. He stuck his finger up in her while he's standing in the booth. Yeah. She's like afterwards he fucking slipped a finger in. <laughs> he was like, and and, and and this is when he's supposed to be getting married. This is Mike Tyson. When he's over there on basically his wedding tour before he's getting married. He's
3: going to the porn convention. <laughs> and don't take don't take this like a uh, racist thing right here because yeah. I Did don't. Did he
1: sniff his finger after?
3: I no, know, <laughs> uh. but he was literally grabbing these women like animal, like just just grabbing one after another. And um, me and my friend Tana, Manu, Tana, you guys met Tana, and um, we were walking around. We saw him, so we brought him to the Evil Angel booth, right? But 15 minutes after I took him to Evil Angel, where Christoph Clerk and the other director took a picture, he was very happy. And I took Mike Tyson and introduced to my friend Vanity. <laughs> For those of you who uh, who follow porno, Vanity is transsexual. Oh, you yeah. know,
4: and a very good one. Passes in a second. Vanity, yes. she's she pretty yeah. famous for all that. Yeah, passes in a second. She was he, she, whatever you want, dirty as hell. Was got busted one time for blowing people in the bathroom and shit. Yeah, yeah, loves does, her job.
1: Does he have his parts? Yeah, he has
4: his parts. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The best way to get him to go for you is telling you you've never been on the tranny. Uh, what? You haven't? You mean but yeah.
3: She's she, uh, Let's just for arguments. Yeah, she is yeah. very, very attractive with any eight inch dick. So anyway, um, <laughs> you know, chicks with dicks, lots with nuts, barely female. You get that yeah. So I saw her, right? So you know, I thought it was funny I introduced Vanity to Tyson. I have it in my clip on my uh, MySpace if it's yeah. still around, but there's a clip where I introduced and as soon as he saw her, kinda of, he was staring at her for a while. And now Vanity went up and kissed, kissed yeah. No, there's a oh, Mike nice. Tyson. And no, everybody was like, oh, you're so lucky. And I, I was the only guy who knew that was a tranny. she yeah.
1: Did you tell him? Are you crazy?
4: <laughs> Are you fucking nuts? No. <laughs> Fuck, the first year I went to the uh, expo, I got stuck. He with, would have just fucking bit my ear off. <laughs> I got stuck working the booth. We're standing there. where Vanity was signing at our booth that year. And I was literally waiting for the next day for somebody to come back and shoot us. Because... Taking pictures, guys are up on her ass and stuff. From their, these guys have no idea. The tranny. I'm and she, she, at one point, she pulled her pants and she was doing helicopter
2: to
3: her dick. <laughs> and like all the guys were really confused because they
1: <laughs> they didn't want to believe that they, that was a penis.
3: They did not. They, well, none of them had a notion what transsexual was. Like you know, really, I think they went through that shock. shock that really questioned their manliness. You know, like it's it's one that will confuse the fuck out of
4: you. <laughs> because it it looks right, and then it's it's not. an optical illusion yeah. to a lot of guys, you know. Yeah. But
3: I I you know I did like four hundred shemale movie for Evil Angel or something like that. So it's it takes a lot to fool me now. But if I if I ever met them in ten years ago in Brazil, yeah, there's no way they're so pretty you just can't tell. Yeah, you know. Um, so that was the thing with Mike Tyson and um, um, I And I didn't I didn't feel bad, you know. I mean. He was accused of rape. You know, this is my, kind of my funny, um, hey, yeah. Yeah. kind of funny justice. But um, no, <laughs> I, I don't have a problem with Mike. But I thought serve, it was funny.
1: Serves him right.
3: But uh, yeah, no one. I mean, no one knew there was a guy. You know. Yeah. And I was I try, I was trying not to laugh, but uh, yeah, Mike. You could tell by that eye, like yeah, he was really into her.
1: So um, there's blood flowing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I said, if you check out, is it on what is it it's on your MySpace is you that know, or which one your Facebook? Um, I tried to look at it.
1: uh um,
3: couple months ago and there's some problem with like popping up but well, let me uh, take a look That parts i think i have that on hard drive
4: do you okay yeah, i swear i'll dig one of my old hard drives i think i still have it because i piece it together for you real quick mm.
2: but yeah so and i
4: I took him to another booth with a french porn
3: star named katsuni and um <laughs> i told her hey katsuni why don't you buy her his ear off he just turned around give me this dirty look and I just fucking walked away, and that's the last time I. Tu- I thought he was gonna punch me in the face. I, I was just joking, but um, yeah, so I left. But yeah, that's probably that was a great. sensitive subject for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's funny. But go, going back to Jerome, so I, I gotta say, boy, you, you were with some really incredible looking girls. I mean, I don't, I I, uh, I envy you. I'm I'm, I'm I'm gonna say very jealous with some uh, of the, well, thank you, some of the girls, and I don't care what people say. Filming in front of the camera—it's very difficult. I think a lot of guys think it's easy. It's not easy, man. It's—I've—I've I've been to shoots where guy trying to fuck his wife or girlfriend or something. He couldn't even do it. Just having people standing around—it takes a lot of mental toughness to do that. Takes yeah. a lot of balls. You know what I mean? I mean, did you ever have a problem? Oh, uh, I struggled
0: a lot, but I got through them. You know, by hook or by crook. You know, there was a pop shot at the end, but I struggled through a lot. The early ones, especially. That's amazing. You yeah.
3: Like losing Virginity through a hooker in front yeah. of, like, that's like going from high school to major league. You didn't even go to a minor league, you know, just. No, I got called up to the big leagues pretty yeah. quickly. Yeah, And it's, I'm telling you, I have, I, I have a lot of respect for any guys fucking in front of. Because women, no disrespect, you could fake it. Mm. You can't fake it with guys. Either you have it hard, fuck the girl, and pop.
1: Well, dude, do, do a lot of guys take Viagra just to hold the direction, though? No. That's I, I did
0: it to keep from popping early.
4: getting. His, oh, really? Yeah. He usually tells yeah. the guys to get red-faced. Yeah. As soon as they start getting real red, that's the guy. He's on Viagra. Oh, makes yeah. blood go everywhere.
1: Yeah. So, and how, how oh, long? About, would, oh, sorry. Go ahead. General.
3: Yeah. Um, I'm, Once again, no names, but sometimes these guys, what's that shit that they used to shoot in their Caber dick? Jacked. Yeah, Yeah, Jack. And they were shooting their dick, dicks, and sometimes they would walk around like, a like rock hard for hours at a time, you know, like, come oh, on.
4: You could always talk to, it. okay, number one, if they don't have the little, like, raspberry from where they injected it, it's the guy that goes, oh, I need to go to the bathroom, we'll come back, all of a sudden he's got a heart on. Yeah. He just comes back and he's fucking raging, and it's just, then after the scene, so, oh, I go to the bathroom now, and then he comes, takes off, never loses it.
1: That's got to just give you erectile dysfunction a couple years, right?
0: <laughs> I think it kills the soft tissue after a while. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't think about that. And then, you know, <laughs> when you get a girlfriend, you probably have to start doing it out of necessity you know wow because you,
1: know. you just can't get it up on your own anymore yeah
0: there's no cameras and nothing so
1: them. tell us more about you us about your process
0: as you say that with a smile you're <laughs> yeah. my ego here well yeah oh uh, what do you want to know
1: um i think so going from hooker to to fucking
0: massage parlor hooker's a little street all right oh, sorry okay. <laughs> that was yoshi's words genie <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, has issues I'm, I'm more hooker guy sorry <laughs> i apologize <laughs> Hey, uh, there was a table and a shower, so it was a little, you know, upscale. Yeah, a
1: little classier. So it was just
0: hand job. No, it was full out. Oh, okay. Was she she Asian? Oh, yeah, 40 year old, like around 40, big tits. Where is it? Upland. What's the address? Upland. Sakura Massage, go there. I don't know if they're still around. Can you yelp it? Uh, No. (laughs) Probably yelp the. Hey, that's that's where my mom used to work. TGI Fridays.
1: (laughs) Um so so that was your first you were 19. Yes. And then and then how long was there a time that you didn't have sex for a while and then you got yeah. into porn or For
0: the next 2 years I just was working in, in re, uh not retail a restaurant. And I got into porn about 3 years later.
1: And then how did you get into porn? Again? How you met someone?
0: Chico. He he ran the Extreme Associates website and like John said they ran a wrestling company and I went to pass out flowers for him. And I met him there, and I remembered him a year later when he was writing for Luke Ford and said he needed a minion, and I refreshed his memory when I spoke to him when I did the interview in person, and a month later, I was on board.
1: So, yeah, because I saw your website. You actually know, sent me the link. I was like, what the fuck is this? And you're,
0: and the, and you're talking to me. I appreciate it.
1: I, yeah. Yeah, I know. There's I was no like, blinders there. No, no, no. I'm not here to judge. Oh, I'm you. fascinated. Um, but yeah, I just I instantly noticed a shit ton of food everywhere and really hot chicks, mm-hmm. and I wasn't sure like what the c- scenario was. So um, it's interesting to know that you are the one being degraded because I thought it was the woman right. being degraded because that's just so the roles were reversed. Which is it interesting.
0: was. I think we went after the anti meatholes.
3: Uh, the meatholes, meatholes, are another infamous website, and they physically abuse. But what? And this is, this I like is,
1: that you try to make everything sound a little nicer <laughs> yeah, yeah. than. This,
3: this, this is this is terrible because I love that website. <laughs> I really I loved it, and I don't promote
1: beating women. But when you beat no, women, no, for I, time. I'm not
3: am not I'm not into that at all. <laughs> what I really was into was they will verbally break these girls down. Oh like, yeah,
1: you're telling me you like that shit. They,
3: no, it's it's, it's 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 really fascinating yeah. because. Um, once again, rough six, one and two with anabolic, contusion. He did the line, uh, com, and I can't remember which girl but he was really good at uh, contusion work behind the camera. All you hear is his voice talking to the girls. Now if the girl is mentally tough like... I'll the, be
4: fair, he'd piss on them too. Yeah. <laughs> give, him, give him that. Yeah,
3: Like... Uh, their own work with Delilah strong. Yes and she literally is strong, like she's mentally tough. You won't you you even fuck with her because you know right away it's a waste of time. and she's physically tough, she could do really rough scenes, but she's mentally tough. There's nothing that you could say to fuck with her, and she's amazing. She, she told me <laughs> she told me when she was 13 she was hanging out with her uh, female buddy friend, like a uh, sleepover with a bunch of girls, and one of the girls' that. Force her to give him a blowjob, and that's how she kind of started in the business. Mm. And her, and, and I think her mom, her mom was a porn star, if I remember. But she told me for years later she didn't realize that you didn't have to swallow because the dad, that girl's dad, made Delilah Strong swallow, you know. And she said she loved it. So
1: wait, Delilah's own father?
3: No, somebody else's. Somebody, okay. yeah okay. So she was twelve or thirteen, and she told me this, and like, um. You know that's a traumatic thing for most girls that's very traumatic very traumatic, but uh, you know her last name's strong. <laughs> <States> name strong <laughs> state name demonstrates she's really mentally tough, so contusion in meat host didn't even bother with that because it wouldn't get on her skin, but there's other girls those are the one I just want i guess because I'm from Japan I guess i'm that I, I, i'm fascinated he by like that say uh, boy, that. he knew exactly. Uh, you know, it's just like paint man. You know how to push buttons. Yeah, it's like paint man. Look at the defense. He could break everything. He knows exactly what's going on in the game. He could look at the girl and know exactly what to say to break that girl. And he will break that girl. She'll start crying. Then he'll send two animals to fuck her after. Yeah. You know, and.
1: And she would not say No. She would just.
3: Yeah, she'd stay with it. Yeah. yeah. She's, she needs to check.
4: Come on. Let's be real about it. <laughs> Rent's doing fuck.
3: So yeah. the Hill's. But you know it really was out there. And when Bush was president, I think they, I think my theory was, somebody went he made somebody go back and re-edit certain parts, like he
4: doesn't, he didn't want to get prosecuted. You know who was it? Ashley Blue was that who it was they choked out? Yes. There's yeah. A, there's a notorious scene that like she, they choked her out on camera, straight up. She goes down. Uh, she,
1: she was unconscious.
4: Unconscious, unconscious falls out. It yeah. was the creepiest part. it wasn't her it was her when she came to? It was like just freaking out. She's like, what, what happened? Happened, what happened type thing. That was. Yeah, they, yeah, because I, I want to say it was after the extreme prosecution and that stuff, they pretty much killed those sites because they had a series and there was like meat holes and piss mops. They were just, yeah, that was that was where the industry needed some sort of fucking boundary going on. Yeah, so the,
0: were, the minion stuff was a nice change of pace. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: no, you no, know, it was a it, different it, niche,
1: and yeah. that's hard to do.
4: It was, yeah. it, it's almost
3: kind of like pro woman in a way. You, you, yeah. you didn't abuse them, and I think, um, someone who used to retail business, a lot of guys. Some guys want to see like Rocco and Manuel Ferrer, all that stuff, good-looking guys, and you know it's not that hard for Manuel to get girls, you know. Yeah. But I like Ed Powers and you because
0: We're for, both Jewish.
3: Oh, that's right.
0: You're Jewish. <laughs> yeah. Wow.
3: Kosher dick. Um, <laughs>
0: circumcised too. <laughs> so
3: I, I like I like those because it's it's just like it's it's regular guy having sex with beautiful girls. And it's it's a different kind of fantasy because, yeah, if I was I look like Manuel, French, good looking, and charming, and big dick. Yeah, that's not a mystery there. But for average guys, seeing a girl, beautiful girl, with that average guy like us, mm-hmm. it's a great fantasy. You know, you could like, okay, I could enjoy watching this. You yeah, know? it almost give you like hope. Right. Right. So so I like it, and plus you're not mean; they're mean to you, and, and oh
0: no, I'm cocky in it. I make fun of him. I oh, make he jokes. talks a lot of shit.
4: Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. That's that's the whole reason he baits him into hitting him and stuff.
0: Yeah. That's uh, that was the that was the Jay Leno esque monologue in the beginning, and then, <laughs> and then uh, it went it went downhill from there.
4: Like, so he did the whole agent raps. So it was all the just stereotypical yeah. bullshit. You you hear people try to feed a girl. Yeah. Just crappy. Just whatever you do. Did did, did they go along with it? Oh yeah, no, they were all in it. All the honestly, yeah. there was only one girl I ever saw get pissed off on the set. Really. That was Chanel that time because she was a whack job. But Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. when she went. That's when Loco. she went. Yeah, she went nuts fucking actually winging shit across the room, breaking bottles and stuff. Yeah. That's actually
0: yeah. on the That's, Minion side. That's like a BTS blooper. Yeah, that was
4: pretty awesome. Yeah, She left crying down the street. <laughs> yeah. But um, you know, most of the time, the girls had a great time. They actually, it was usually, they were talked into it, it was worked into it, was usually part of another scene and stuff. And yeah. Piggybacked, piggybacked on, yeah. And they, they were great about it. They'd have fun. I mean, because for the one time, okay, he's talking some shit, but they're fucking him up afterwards and they're loving it. Yeah.
1: Did, did they get paid well
4: to do that? Or not really, no. Because no. like I said, it was piggybacked on a scene. So yeah. it'd be like, okay, well I'm gonna pay you this much to do this, and it, it's bundling. You mean yeah. um, what do you mean? Um
0: like it, like I'm a retarded. girl a girl would shoot like a two on one and then like four extra load guys, and then I would be the scene either before or after, so she'd get let's say two thousand dollars for that scene, and you know, she's already you
1: know, there. You're like a bonus do you like ever like see, overtime. Have you, have
4: you ever seen American Pickers? They, no. Oh, well they go up. They'll go buy stuff and they go. Okay, well, I buy this, this, and this, and let's make a bundle price for it. Same fucking thing. Same uh, theory. Yeah, yeah. Negotiating. you are the bundle
2: package. Yes. Yeah.
0: Ah. Um. <laughs> so it, was like, it was like Costco of porn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't.
3: So can I can I ask you a couple of the girls you had a scene with? If I'm, I remember, okay. <laughs> so <laughs>
0: I think they forgot me. Um. Nah, I doubt it.
2: Well, so, like <laughs> I, like I told
0: Yoshi, I think it's like. People who go off to war and it's so traumatic they forget about it. So I killed. <laughs> yeah. ha- I, I Those killed, memories are repressed. I, I killed how many kids in a Vietnamese village? What? Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly.
3: So let me. Uh, so we were talking Chico Wayne, his yeah. wife Hilly Page. So you you did multiple scenes That's with four her. four scenes
0: right? with her in twenty four hours. Oh, in one day. Yeah.
1: How long were the scenes? Uh,
0: twenty minutes each. First one I rocked. Next one I struggled, and then the next morning she blew me twice. And by that afternoon, I was just like, I want to go home. I'm and that's the girl he MC. loves. Yeah, <laughs> that's the girl he loves.
1: Did he ask you to do it? Or, no, how did Chico, I go Chico, Chico
0: never asked, he told.
1: Oh, that's right.
2: That's
0: right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's right. No, but
3: why <laughs> did you do four scenes in 24 hours? That doesn't like it. Doesn't seem...
0: That's not even my record. I did five BJs in one day. That was that his was Drugs or no drugs? No drugs. Wow. A lot of muscle milk. No, a lot of muscle milk. <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 What, what what was is was she easy to work with?
0: Haley, yeah, she was awesome. That's what I thought. She was in on it. Chico, you know, and I briefed her before, it and that was, you know, we had fun.
3: I could usually tell a girls' personality the way she, they fuck too. Like if they were yeah. mean or sweet, you know, you could kind of tell. Um, God. Just makes me sad. I was so
1: revealing.
0: It was (laughs) well. It's weird knowing that I fucked a dead chick. You know. Yeah. It it sounds weird coming out, but you know, Brittany Madison was one of the first ones, and she's no longer. How did she die? Car accident, I think. Yeah, on the way back from Vegas or something. Yeah, Vegas is a bad trip. Well, stay away from (laughs) Vegas, kids. No, uh,
3: Anna Amal she died from driving back from uh, Vegas. It's, It's like that drive. That weekend, it's always dangerous, yeah. Because they were bit, working? Partying, you know, stamp all, all four nights. Um, you know, the convention work, I have to say, girls, I mean, it's a tough work. You're standing there. Guys are always asking the same stupid fucking question over and over. And, you know, you have Christina Rose and Bella in the world where they're very sweet to fans. But um, it, it, it takes a special person to be that patient with guys, you know, because... Work
4: behind the scene. Oh, fuck, the creepiest one I ever had yeah. was a uh, cat when she came with her fucking mom. She came, bought her mom. She's signing at the booth and brings her mom with her. What? Yeah. It was awesome. Bring
1: your mom to work day.
4: Damn. <laughs> straight. great.
1: And what was mom doing?
4: Just hanging out, trying to mooch whatever she could. I mean,
1: oh, family is crazy. She,
4: oh, she bring money home for him. I mean, well, we've had
0: mothers drop their daughters off for scenes. I've yeah. done that before. That's fun.
3: Oh, oh, how about this uh, How about this scenario? Like, these chicks will show up with their kids, and the kids will be in the car outside or another room while they oh, do a scene. I
4: was in, we were in uh, Prague. We're doing, um, oh no. We gotta, yeah, we're doing, we're doing a casting there. You get to
1: travel. That's pretty nice.
4: <laughs> it's a perk. <laughs> um, we're, we're doing a casting. So we've got, we're basically in this little shitty uh, office and stuff. So the agents bring girls in. One of them shows up with their like three year old. Literally proceeds to bring the three year old in the room with her and strip down naked.
1: Single mom, hard at work. I'm like,
4: awesome. <laughs> <laughs> she can get hired. But it was, she didn't get <laughs> no, 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 uh, no, no. Do
1: you think sometimes they bring it like as a charity case, like you, maybe you'll hire me now that you see I have my child with me? Does that ever work? When they play that card, no. No, I think they do it because
0: they want to prove that they put
4: out. back.: and I
0: can
1: Done it before.
4: But nah, you I mean shit? Because that's one. Yeah, most of sympathy stuff, the girls will try stuff, but not usually most people don't fall for it during the history because you hear it all. Mm. I mean, what What about Tori Lane?
0: What was she like? Do you remember? She's another Delilah Strong-esque kind of girl. Really strong head on her shoulders. Uh, she was fun.
3: I, I was pretty amazed by her because she was standing at booth all day, being a great personality sign. And um, she, right behind the booth, she let me smell her ass
1: <laughs> with her cool. clothes on. <laughs> Hold on. Did you ask?
3: Oh, yeah. Like, like, like I, I used to go, like, let me smell her ass. Like, girls are like, yes or no. Like, I would never grab him. Like, I was just can I touch your boobs? Or ass, whatever, or can I see a pussy? And like, I I don't grab them. I'm very polite about it. Either they say no, yes, or no. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not a grabby guy. (laughs) But she said, like, sure. And I smelled her ass. Like, that's incredible for somebody signing like five, six hours to not smell at all. (laughs) Like, I was just like, she is, she is Hall of Fame performer because she's very aggressive. And uh, there's nothing that you could say to uh, get under her skin.
4: Well, she did a lot of shit for some bizarre shit, too. I mean, she did her fair share of off-the-wall stuff. So smelling her ass is probably pretty mundane. It was great. I mean,
3: yeah. I, I was surprised. Like, if you, even if you had a musky smell to it, yeah. I, I just thought, like, she's been standing all day. But, yeah, she, she was great and professional. What about Kelly Wells? Do you remember her? <laughs>
0: I actually still talk to her once in a while. She's uh, around. She's awesome. She was one of the first scenes I did. She's she's a character. She's real she's, cool. She,
3: I could tell she is... That's another one that you can't get under her uh, skin.
0: She got shit from her real life boyfriend, who's a performer, for doing the minion scene. Like he would throw that in her face all like the time. She told me when they get in a fight, you know,
1: that so he was jealous. Yeah,
0: it's like, sweetie, you didn't take out the garbage. Well, you fucked the minion, so fuck you. <laughs> you know, kind of shit like that. You know, it was always in the in the bank of insults. But uh, a lot a lot you know, of girls like tease
3: and like. These new girls in business, they 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 act like I'm a whore. But let me tell you, to be like whore with capital W, these girls take that shit as a pride. You know, it yeah. really takes a lot of work. And Kelly for sure, Tori Lane, and uh, uh, Delilah, for sure. And I, I don't say that with disrespect, with, I, I with yeah. awe because they're pretty intimidating. You know, uh, Monique is another performer, the black girl. Yeah, <laughs> and she used to put. Terroring you guys because these guys are big dick will fuck her. Like she'll say, "Like is that what you got? You're you're a faggot." You know, like she'll talk shit back to you. Yeah. Gio D'Annunzio is another one. Like Rocco Siffredi told me, Um she, she was she, she used to be director for Red Light District, another big Gonzo company. And Rocco told me, "Like man, it was like fucking a guy. She, he had a hard time." And he's one of the greatest performers yeah. of all time. And those girls intimidating. I don't talk shit to them. You know, I. I if if Rocco can tame her, you know. So Kelly Wells, I I I have a lot of respect for That's her. It's a good
0: starting lineup we got. That's three. No, those are the one. Who's our pick. center and power forward? Um,
3: <laughs> but one one that I was really really fucking
0: jealous was uh, Faith Leon. God damn, she is. Oh yeah, yeah, she was fun. I don't even remember doing the scene. <laughs> I
1: get to look at you're like, who is I, I just, that? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: she yeah. is. She have a face and tits, her. Right. <laughs>
3: She's she's about five ten, five eleven. Whoa! She she looks like model, like Anne Hathaway, a b- little bit. I think she's better looking than her. And uh, oh. her tongue was incredible. It's long. Do you remember that? Her tongue was like like Jen Simmons.
0: She, guys, you, you I know I know all the Gene memories Simmons too. <laughs> I know Jane Simmons. No, no.
3: Is. Uh, guys, go to YouTube Faith Leon tongue. It's 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 believe me. I was like, what does like,
1: she do with her tongue?
3: I mean. Sh- sh- I mean, I'm, I think she's she does BJ's thing great, but that time was incredible.
0: Yeah, uh, she's a good spit shine there.
3: Yeah, but, but <laughs> I, see, when I see a girl like that, I'm shocked, like, you could be doing anything else, you know, like, you're so fucking pretty. I mean, there's a lot of pretty girls in porn, but yeah. she was amazing.
4: That's one thing that battles me. I don't understand whether they're trying to find a sugar daddy or do something different with it. I just never got that with a lot of the girls. But it just, I don't know, I don't know if it's attention or they tried finding somebody and they hooked up with the wrong person. So.
1: It'll be interesting to
4: ask the
3: female porn star when she gets here. So, what well, actually, I had a question. What do you think if she walked
0: into your office and to be in, in a scene? Oh,
1: man.
0: I was ready to give her a contract the minute she walked in here. Oh,
1: wow. Right. I'm musky right now, too. I just came from a <laughs> <All laughs> You're trying to turn me off. It's <laughs> not working. It's not. Working. Oh, <laughs> lost points. But it's of a of good musk. <laughs> just lost points. No, you Oh, you could put some whipped cream on me.
3: You definitely work right away. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> hope w- and porn. <laughs> <laughs> you just instill hope in <laughs> every woman.
0: I mean, what what, what do you think? Uh, well, what, do you do interracial? Do you bang black eyes? I do. Um, All right. Well,
1: you're perfect for
4: black there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just don't do it at first. Just wait a while. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait till like, they pay me more for that. Yeah. Basically, got to build up to it. Oh. Yeah. Be- be- because <laughs> I I think what was the
3: politics with that? Because Um, Some agent manager, I call them pimps. um, They don't want their white girls to do black guys because something about if they do black guys, they'll get less money.
1: Racism in the porn industry. Yeah, that's how it is. Basically, is it still is it still
0: that way? You think that's a double edged sword. If you don't do racism, you're racist. I mean, if you don't do interracial, you're racist. If you don't do if you do interracial, you're an N word lover. So. I mean, God bless interracial. If it wasn't for interracial, I think eventually,
3: I think it eventually grows to start doing because once they do everyone's movies, then they, they've done it to death. Then they have to do something new, like yeah. interracial, because there's always news like so and so's first anal. It's like news in AVN, you know? The, the, yeah, the,
4: the, it's usually they try to work it up. You start off with your start with BJ scene, you go to the vag scene, then you work your way up to the anal scene, then it's DP, then it's I mean. Then you go to multiple guys. So they're
1: like at the top of the food chain in porn, like black dudes. Do they oh. just kind of like hang out until chicks are ready for them.
4: Like it's, I wouldn't say top, gotta, it's kind of the end of the line. Almost, but, <laughs> right. it, but
1: it seems well for like a woman's career. Is that where she gets paid the most? Is that how it goes, or that's, or Either is it, that or, or, a, or is it, a decline?
4: Anal usually get the most for anal is usually their yeah. big score. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, the blacks almost to keep working as fucked up as that is <gasps> it sounds. Yeah, as wrong as that is, that's usually what it is.
1: Do black guys know that?
4: I'm sure they do. You <laughs> do know, <sure>. yeah you <laughs> do <laughs>
1: they're but, fillers, yeah.
3: well, uh didn't you tell me yesterday you still get um blow but it's all black girls now,
0: well, yeah, they're the ones who are most willing to do it, <laughs> oh, is that right of all the races, yeah, if I had to do a scientific study, I would say, yeah,
1: well explain, tell me more what do you That's what are you so talking against
0: about? The stereotype. no you, you know when I shoot the behind the scenes, uh I get a feel for the girl. I kind of learned that from Chico when he shot his. I hate the the same old, what are you here to do today? You know, et cetera, et cetera. I like to know that if if a girl's family knew that she's doing interracial, the father would just go fucking nuts, you know, or or whatever. Racist dad,
1: my dad. Yeah. Yeah, he would go nuts.
0: (laughs) You know, I I asked a girl, what if this performer showed up at your house to take you out? Well, my dad would take a shotgun and turn him into Swiss cheese. Mm. and as fucked up as it is it's interesting
1: yeah you get like a little psychological profile on them a little
0: bit yeah and the black girls the last one that I had fun with she opened up to me like I was Barbara Walters for behind the scenes she goes I have gangbang parties et cetera et cetera and the switch just clicked in my head I'm like oh what can I get away with after the scene she's like oh suck your dick I'm like okay (laughs) I'm done with paperwork why not
1: and off camera, yes. It's not being recorded
0: no wow oh. does that change your view of me?
1: no, no I'm, so, I'm I'm just always gonna be fascinated. this is just like I said, I'm not here to judge that's 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 so interesting i think um ha, I think that's also a gift and i like when the way you're describing your experience and speaking to these women mm-hmm. um is interesting because I mean there's a part of like getting off on it and there's also like your' trying to get to know the person mm-hmm. inside. And then I think it seems like that can also make for a better movie. Like that's that's kind of like what you go for or well, like what do you, you want to get to. Well,
0: Yeah, the the porn fan is also so jaded. I shot Allie James in a behind the scenes and literally as it was shot, she gets a text message saying that her uncle got convicted of murder. Mm. And oh. it wasn't planned. But I shot it and I'm like, she didn't mind showing it. And we went over it. And people just said, oh, this is fake, this is scripted, it's fake, and it's disgusting, they would do that. You know, people are just so used to the man behind the
4: curtain. Mm-hmm. The thing is, like, with the Chico stuff, it was more jackass than it was regular porno. Right. It was a lot more just having fun, being dumbasses, more, more it was a lot more like a fraternity than anything else. It was more yeah. frat bullshit than anything. Um, who was it? Uh, was it Gina Oso that he had in the backyard in the tent?
0: Yeah, he shot her while she was on house arrest, too. Yeah, at his house. Ankle
4: bracelet on the whole bed. Awesome.
3: Yeah. And then she... then he kept her in, like, tents or something? Back yeah, he out. said
0: the house was haunted. That's what he told me. That he told her the house was haunted, so he put a tent in the back so she could sleep there. I guess he didn't want her sleeping with him. And he got pissed that she gave him chlamydia. Oh. Uh, well,
1: that's terrible. <laughs>
0: Merry Christmas. Um, so I, I think we
3: have a few more minutes and just wrap okay. it up. But... um. um one more time is there anything that you want to plug before we go um you know the company that you work
2: for well
0: dog fart which is uh, has the umbrella of blacks on blondes.com dot and my own blog which you can see my own wacky shit which is the minion and you can follow us on twitter at Dogfart network lots of free free shit like there's not enough free porn out there but lots of behind the scenes stuff
1: and can I, can I add real quick? Um, before we started recording, I was asking you about that, and you mentioned something really interesting uh, mm-hmm. about the website. And that's that you, d- so since you don't shoot in front of the camera anymore, mm-hmm. you still update the Minion itself because you have right. a lot of backlog mm-hmm. work. So you have this huge <laughs> archive.
0: I have uh, an administration I look through, and it says what scenes I got to write for. And I have three coming up for the Minion. One's with Veronica Jett from like eight years ago. Wow. So, yeah. I
3: haven't heard that so name he in a long time. Interesting. Um, so last couple of things, like John H, I, I hope you find a job soon, or whenever you need to find a job. And um, you know, I hope you guys come back again. And um um do you have any sort of like aspiration goal that you wanna accomplish in the business? Or do you do you wanna get out completely? I'm pretty
4: much done with it. There's not much yeah. else to do. It's, yeah, the business is kinda of dying. I mean, it's coming down to a few companies now and that's about it. I mean
3: and we pretty much work most of them.
4: Yeah. I've worked all the ones that are reputable enough that I'd want to work at. Yeah. I mean, all the other ones are basically stuff that I'm pretty damn sure is going to fold. So, look, like, man, yeah,
3: time to go. If anyone needs editor, um, <laughs> you know, just email me at dumbyoshi at gmail.com. You want to help John H? He's, he's a great guy. He works really hard. And um, the, the thing that I always tell people is, Whenever you meet a porn person with family, with a kid, and their kids are protected, and which you've done a really good job, I know you're a good guy. We could do this that day job, but you're able to separate the two. So, that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm glad you were able to do that, you know?
4: Yeah, well, that was the thing. Like, yeah. I've, well, I've been married longer than I've been in the porn industry. I've been married almost 15 years yeah. now. And talked to my wife before, Right, I didn't get junk like that. But, I mean, I never fucked the girls. It was never my thing.
1: Did it ever affect your marriage at any point?
4: No, not really honestly. My wife's cool as hell. She's great. Yeah, I talked to her before I got into it. You mean she went moved to Europe with me, whether we were doing and stuff. I mean, she been to the avian shows with me and stuff. What does she do? She's a nurse.
2: Oh. Yeah. Cool.
4: Yeah. So she's a giver. Yeah, she likes to help sick people, what can I say? (laughs) (laughs) So but no.
1: Yeah. That's great. So wonderful. thanks,
3: John. There um, anything else? I mean, um, I, I wish you nothing but the best, and I really appreciate you going out of your way. Hey, to go come Broncos. That. That's all i got to say. That's last <laughs>
0: Wait, how, how are you a Bronco fan? We have no team here, and I like Peyton. I liked what he did with the Colts. I love
3: Peyton, yeah. too. I really do. Um, well, you know, I hope we could get you back. I, I'm sure I'll remember other stuff, because you guys know all the crazy stories. And, you know... Corpor- it's too corporate now you know all this wacky crazy stuff that I love doesn't I'm not gonna lie I'm, I'm not, no it doesn't it's really all business now and it, it's sad a lot of the people that I like either did or left the business and you know but um, well thanks for doing the show and um, yeah, hope you to have you, you guys you. on the show thank again
2: thank you alright thanks Bye.